Hello and welcome to the Continuous Delivery Podcast. I'm Steve. I'm Chaba. You know, cheesy. And today we're talking about feature toggles. Who has strong opinions on the, on the subject and uh, wants to kick us off with a manifesto? Basically, I always consider it to be like a switch when you turn the light off or you turn the light off uh, on. Uh, you can do the same thing with a feature. Uh, anything, any capability in your software, uh, it's either on or off. Uh, and it's a software capability that you, you introduce in order to ensure that you can turn it off in some places and turn it off in other places. When you um, go a little bit more advanced, you can basically select as well uh, what the audience is that you turn it off for or you're turning on for and uh, this way you can basically control the rollout of features um, while not changing the code anymore uh, as you're doing it because it's it's really a configuration flag and you can you can control this entirely you can uh, roll your features out gradually or you can even separate releases from deployments uh, specifically as well if you want to uh, if you want to talk about that I'll just throw out one idea for me uh, feature toggles is one of these tools that is like almost like a Swiss army knife in that uh, it, it brings a lot of things. So not only does it, does it give our, our product people the ability to kind of target and control release and roll out and perform things like canary releases, you know, and all these wonderful things that we like to do. Uh, but it, but it also serves another purpose of uh, on the development side, which is allowing developers to kind of gate work in progress so let's say I'm working on something that's going to take me all day to finish, but I don't want to wait till the end of the day to commit my code because it's going to be too much code to commit all at once. And so if I have that behind a feature toggle, as long as the tests are running, as long as everything is good, I should feel confident to go ahead and push that out. So we could have work going all the way through to release or to deployment at least that is behind a toggle that's not complete. And, and then... It becomes the, uh, as Hino said earlier, we uh, separating out deployment from release, and it becomes a product decision then to release it and which segment and what percentage, et cetera. I think that's a great point to, to emphasize. I mean, there's a couple of things that I pulled out of uh, what you folks just covered. I think the separation of concerns and kind of bringing product or marketing into uh, development is really powerful. And the idea that you know, you no longer have to sort of accumulate work and wait until it's perfect for it to go out. This idea that you can put it behind a toggle and have it be safe. So to kind of dig into that a little, how do we know that it's safe to be uh, putting something behind a toggle and, and then putting it out to production? How can we uh, reassure people that going out to production behind a toggle is something that's, that's safe and, and we should be striving for I think Cheesy basically gave the answer in the in his previous uh, section by saying that as long as the tests keep on working, so you you need to ensure that all of your current functionality uh, is working still uh, when that when that new code is uh, is in production or is even is deployed, uh, and you can really only do that by ensuring that that you you have an awful lot of tests that cover everything right and as, as long as that is okay you can you can move forward um now that's safe from a technical perspective that's safe from the current um the current functionality the perspective of the current functionality there is an, an awful lot more though and that is suddenly what if you open this feature up to to other people what what will happen uh will that 
change the way that your application is used and so forth. But then we get into, into the field of experimentation and using feature flags to, to get some valuable data from, from uh, users. Yeah, I was just about to, to to bring exactly the same thing up, where where it allows you to 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 experiment towards a, a different avenues and try different things. So so this so opens up a bunch of avenues, and and one and one in in your Swiss Army knife uh, uh, toolset is A/B testing or ABC or or as many as many versions as you want testing now because now you have all the all the options that, that you can evolve your product. So it's not only coming with a new feature, but evolving your features, which gives you an amazing power. Maybe people who aren't haven't been using feature toggles for a while, they might be a little bit nervous about it. And so maybe let, let's let's back up just a moment and say, if, if you haven't been using feature toggles, how do you get started and, and what might be an approach uh, for that? So, and, and I, there's probably... A couple of subtopics under that. One is in the code, how do you kind of get started as developers, actually putting them in and using them. And then the second aspect to this that, 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 that Steve, I think was part of your question, which is on the product side, how do they become comfortable with, with, with using these? And those are, those are maybe the last couple of things that we could try to drive down into a little bit. Uh, on the code side, what we've learned over time is, is two things. First of all, feature toggling is not about just putting a bunch of if conditional code or conditional logic in our code, but instead is thinking about how do we structure our code such that the the toggles themselves uh, uh, are minimal and that that they're they're not intrusive into the code base. And we do have to look at it like, for example, uh, sometimes uh, uh, all we might need to do is just simply toggle off some UI components and everything behind it can be uh, be, be not toggled or or uh, some cases it might be just simply toggle some UI units uh, and and maybe toggle some routes, toggle an endpoint, whatever it might be. you know uh, there, there are a lot of techniques that we deploy to minimize the amount of code. That, that is toggled, and also to simplify putting a toggle in, because remember, whatever we put in, uh, ultimately, eventually, uh, needs to come out. Those toggles need to be removed as well. Uh, I think on the product side, it really is about taking it slow uh, if you're just getting started. Uh, and by that, I mean start by maybe taking something that's not significant or something that's not uh, uh, business in, critical, inconsequential. Yeah, and starting there, maybe even demonstrating how toggles work and letting them get comfortable with them. Maybe in more of a uh, non-production environment first, where they can start to see where it works, how it works, and uh, and then slowly, slowly build up. Uh, I I can tell you from experience uh, with with teams that I've worked with that have reached a maturity in this the product owners absolutely love and demand this you know because of the the ability it gives them to segment out releases to users to kind of gradually ramp it up and such and and so on yeah and and i would even go even further back cheesy that that um when it comes to data right that when you would start it just collecting some baseline data 
right? And and just preparing for the introduction of a feature flag. I had one of the one of my teams I worked with, where where one of the first deployments was to its existing system, just put in place the data collection for their existing system, and 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 kind of preparing them when they start introducing the feature flags and start enhancing their product that they have this baseline data. So when the so when the new features are coming in, they can actually compare how how are on a myriad of of, uh, of indicators how things are improving or, or or get very quick feedback if things are deteriorating. So that's really interesting, Chabot. So if I'm hearing that correctly, you would basically start by, instead of calling out specific functionality, just firing a counter or collecting some kind of data inside of a toggle so that you know it's doing what it should do and it's you can demonstrate that it's that it's doing something. I, w- I would even say not even a toggle in place yet just your just start collecting your your current like whatever your application is doing and then as soon as you start introducing your new features oh, on the top absolutely on the on the top of your your, your current functionality or adding or, or changing features then you have this baseline data because because I, and this is what I wanted to go back is even why are we doing this in the, in the first right. place why are we doing feature toggling in the first place? Because we would like to to be able to see the impact right. that 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 that's what we are making. Of, that that's kind of the baseline for everything continuous delivery related. Anything improvement related is, I think it's very it's very valuable to focus on starting from a baseline. So many teams will jump into a solution without knowing where they're coming from, and then when it comes time to kind of demonstrate it, if you're trying to sell it to a product team, if you're trying to sell it to leadership. And you don't have the baseline, you just, you know, you're missing out on an opportunity to demonstrate that you've found something better. Right. And and ultimately, this is all related to how can we use feature toggles to get early data from end users and and to uh, when we have a baseline to compare this new data against, that makes it an awful lot more valuable. Uh, however, what we ultimately are trying to do with uh, enabling feature toggles or putting feature toggles in is um, is to reduce risk. That's ultimately how can we reduce risk when we go to production, but not just when we deploy, also when we release. How can we reduce that risk? How can we ensure that once we flip this thing, this switch, once that feature becomes available, that our users can actually depend on the feature working, uh, that it, that we can depend on our system, uh, being able to handle the load and all that kind of stuff, right? And that's what we can, what we can use feature toggles for. But there's a whole bunch of other things that we need to do in order to put that in place as well, right? So the, the data is is great and especially if you use feature toggles from an experimentation perspective and if you use it to collect data uh, but you don't necessarily uh, need to have that baseline if you want to use feature toggles just to reduce the risk to deploy and to uh, release uh, but I, I think I think the we have to separate the 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 technical data or the or the technical baseline and the business data and the business baseline because because you're right, uh, if if you're just looking from the technical perspective, absolutely, I 100% agree with you. If you're looking from the business perspective and experimentation perspective, then then that data absolutely needs to be there to be able to compare uh, the, the 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 previous state to the current state. So. Uh, that's why I would I would say that that data is paramount. If you talk about only technical aspect, yeah, that's that that has that has a pros and cons. Of this course. is another interesting thing to highlight is that all of these solutions that you're going to examine over the course of this podcast, 
they all have different lenses that you can look through. You can look through the technical lens. Even within the technical lens, you've got technical debt. You have you have risk of introducing defects. You have uh, code quality. You have all kinds of different ways you can look. You can look through a product lens. You can look through a leadership lens where they're strictly concerned with financial data or customer experience. What kind of other benefits or focal points could you have uh, with something like feature toggles? The ultimate goal is to deliver the highest quality product. And uh, so feature toggle, as, as has been stated several times here so far, the ultimate goal then is to run lots of experiments to help us sneak up on that, that, that ideal product. So one thing that I have found that, that is very important is marrying feature toggles with the data collection and having an easy way to grab both the the tag data that we create, uh, the analytics, the, like the Google Analytics or that, that sort of data, and somehow pull that in and be able to visualize that and understand that as it relates to a specific experiment that we're running, which is released via feature toggles. So there's all of these different aspects that kind of come together here from a product perspective and trying to manage or, or drive and deliver the right product. Clearly, uh, on the technical side, feature toggles are a key component for getting to trunk-based development, you know, and eliminating those 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 evil branches uh, that, that I'm sure we'll, we're going to create a lot of stir about it with all six people who listen to this podcast, <laughs> you know, whenever we talk about it. And uh, so... So that again, the Swiss Army knife is how I think about it, just because it's kind of a gateway to so much of of what we try to do uh, on that journey for delivering the ultimate product. Yeah, when you talk about quality, you're talking about two things, right? So intrinsic quality, which is a technology, but also quality of the product itself, which you will increase by listening to your users as they're using it. And interesting that uh, that uh, cheesy when you when you describe this this data and this correlation these experiments because because I think this is one of the hardest where you are running these experiments and kind of knowing what change or in this case which feature toggle or which new feature is is truly driving certain certain uh, behavior or driving certain uh, uh, positive or potentially negative outcomes right and and be able to separate these is also is also key so so tools or or the proper tools that are out there and again we are not endorsing any products like look into into this aspect imagine that you are having a large organization running could be sometimes dozens of experience dozens of changes like how do you know which one is impacts what right so so th- this is this is uh, and of course we're in a data age when we're collecting crazy amount of data and then again i think that's a fantastic point because as we you know look at the the traditional way of managing change where we're batching it up and we have these gigantic changes there's so little visibility into what's actually moving the needle once all that goes out. There's too much to keep track of. There's too much change to even wrap your head around. And so this idea that you can be collecting data, I mean, I always think of the, you know, the Standish report uh, reiterating that like 60 to 70% of features are never used. And so if you're batching everything up and you've got these humongous releases that go out, um, and no data collection around specific features, uh, the odds of that are just humongous. Uh, we've covered risk. We've covered 
velocity, we've covered uh, quality, we've covered data collection. Uh, any final thoughts to wrap up what you want to share with people about feature toggles? The one thing I would say is that if you're not using them, uh, start experimenting. Start experimenting easily. Uh, if you're writing code on branches and you're doing that to kind of control what, what gets released, uh, this is a far safer approach to releasing software than trying to do all of the the, the, the merges and such. Uh, yeah, get started. Get your product people to understand them and, and feel good about uh, being able to release small increments to users and learn. I've got one thing. If you're struggling to answer the question, uh, what do we feature toggle? Then I, uh, I would advise you to rephrase that question into how to feature toggle. And I would, I would add that, that if you are having a conversation where you try to roll out something and you consider that it's a very, very big risk, ask yourself, would that be a good opportunity to try this and, and use this to, to manage that risk? I love the idea of sort of starting small and time boxing it. So, you know, we have bad habits of growing tests into production and then that just becomes the way we do things. So, what, you don't want to create a feature toggle <laughs> framework first for three weeks before you start? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Let us know if you've had, uh, if you've had success creating your own feature toggle frameworks. But, uh, I think with that, we'll call it a day. Thank you, everybody. And, uh, we'll see you next time.